This podcast is probably brought to you by our friends from Chiran Organization. Get a free automatic hand wash dispenser worth forty nine ninety by mm-hmm. clicking on this link. It's www.planb.sg slash families. We are talking about ten cents. For single-use plastic bags, yeah. will that save the environment? I don't know, but we <laughs> definitely need to save the environment, mm. sir. Additional ten cent if you want to get the plastic bag. Ayah, cincai lah. Yeah. Who is that? Yeah, I would just not use yeah. it where if I can. Mm-hmm. Is that effective? All this and more mm-hmm. only on Plan B. SG. Welcome to the show. You're listening to Plan B podcast. The opinions expressed and shared on this podcast are of our own. Welcome to Plan B. SG. We are five months into this pandemic. More than one hundred fifty thousand people have died. Genuinely, this is what the science is showing. And granted, you know, initially early on, there was a bit of confusion as to what you needed and what you Number didn't. Need. Demanded that he should score for Liverpool. A goal against the enemy. Virgil Van Dijk. Welcome to Plan B. SG. Mm-hmm. We are your host. I'm Zari Smile, yes. and I'm Darren Mark, and I'm Raman. Plastic bags are a problem. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, fine. I guess generally, I mean, it's a it's a bit more complex than that, right? But anyway, yeah. mm-hmm. let's talk about the Straits Times um, article. Mm-hmm. This was written by Shabana Begum. Let's okay. go. Um, Singapore to work on a charging model for disposable carrier bags in supermarkets. Mm-hmm. Um, this was written by Shabana uh, Begum in on 18th, you know, on 11th April. Mm-hmm. Um, a charging model for disposable carrier bags at supermarkets to cut the consumption of disposables is being worked on, said Senior Minister of State for Sustainability and Environment mm. Amy Kaur on Saturday. Mm. She was delivering her opening address at a presentation by the Ministry of Sustainability and blah blah. MSE mm-hmm. and the NEA, mm-hmm. where they responded to proposals by a citizens' work group in reducing the use of disposables. Mm. She said the MSE and NEA will start public consultations to develop the charging model for such bags. All right. In a speech at the workshop, uh, the work group in January, Dr. Kaur had explained why the government had not charged a fee for disposable bags. Mm-hmm. The reasons included the need for plastic bags to, be, to bag waste responsibly and hygienically. Mm-hmm. The stringent anti-littering measures here and the cost impact on low-income households. Yep. On Saturday, Dr. Kaur said Singapore's steps towards establishing fees for carrier bags in supermarkets mm-hmm. will consider any potential impact on low-income households. Mm. She said the government will consult supermarkets and members of the public on the mode of charging, mm-hmm. whether it is per bag or per transaction. Mm-hmm. She gave examples of how it may cost five cents or ten cents per bag. Mm-hmm. She said the time frame needed to implement the charge will be considered, as the industry would need time to adjust to this. Mm. She added that there might be a need for legislative amendments, and that the government would also have to think about where the proceeds from the disposable bag fees would go to, such as towards environmental clauses. Mm-hmm. The details of the carrier bag charge will be finalized after the public consultations among. 14 proposals by the work group which were presented to the government in January, MSC and NEA will support and help develop eight of them. Ah. The charging model for disposal bags in supermarkets is one of them. Dr. Kosh stressed that charging for supermarket uh, for carrier bags is not a silver bullet in mm-hmm. tackling the excessive use of disposables because she said even if it's a token mandatory charge of disposable carrier bags at a supermarket, it will serve as a very useful, important reminder to the shopper to take and use the bags 
mindfully. Mm. She said one of the reasons for the government's decision to implement a disposable bag charge was because consumers were increasingly becoming receptive towards charging for disposables. Mm. Mm. Since 2019, NTUC Fair Price has imposed a plastic bag charge at 25 outlets. Mm. The bags are charged at 20 cents per transaction at the supermarkets and 10 cents per transaction at its convenience stores like Cheers. Mm. Between 2019 and last year, those outlets saved 15.6 million plastic bags. Mm-hmm. Noted Dr. Kaur. About 7 in 10 customers who shopped at these outlets chose to have their own bags with them or refused plastic bags. Wow. Retailers such as Uniqlo, Watson, H&M and The Body Shop are also charging for single-use carrier bags. In 2019, about 200,000 tons mm. of disposables, enough to fill 400 Olympic-sized swimming pools, were sent for incineration. And then there's a lot more to go on. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, so this is kind of like the gist of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they actually also where, give us a very this, nice… Where was this reported? Straits Times. Straits Times, okay. Yeah, and this actually they actually gave us a very nice um, description of how this is also done in other countries. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, for example, China. Um, the first day of this year marked the beginning of Beijing's ban on single-use plastics, including ba- bags and straws. Ban. Eh? Mm. Non-degradable bags will be banned in all the country, cities and towns next year. Wow. Though markets selling fresh produce will be exempt until 2025. Mm-hmm. Um, in Thailand, major stores have been prohibited from mm. carrying single-use plastic bags since last year. True. Mm. In Indonesia, yeah. the country plans mm. to levy on excise an excise tax of 200 rupiah, which mm. is 2 Singapore cents, per plastic bag to halve the use. Mm. Uh, the capital Jakarta also began its ban on single-use plastic bags at shopping centers, convenience stores, and mm. traditional markets in July last mm. year. Mm-hmm. Um, in Japan, a mandatory fee of 3 yen, which is 4 cents, to mm. 5 yen for each plastic bag was introduced in stores mm-hmm. after the government's order last July, banning the practice of dispensing complementary bags. Wow. UK also have similar things. Malaysia also have similar things. Kenya also have similar things. And oh. I mean, it's not mentioned here, but from what I understand, India also actually wow. has a ban. On, because I remember when I went there and I bought some, everything was wrapped in paper. Ah, like newspapers. That's the best. not the best actually, in terms of hygiene. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But yeah. Like, <laughs> is it the newspaper cutting? Yeah. That's ah. even more dangerous. Yeah. But, oh, I mean, why? Yeah? Because the ink. The ink. Yeah. Uh. But environmentally, I mean, that's, but that's the thing. Uh, they view it from the environmental point of view. Mm, so I didn't see a single plastic bag Oh, when I was wow. in India. Okay. Wow. It's to me it's very heartening that so many governments are taking the lead yeah. in, in trying to reduce the the consumption of plastics and single use plastics especially. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. But uh, like if in Singapore we do this, that does like in the article it mentioned that they will see how the proceeds from all these things uh, will yes. go towards environmental causes. Yep. Now, who's going to police that, right? Who's going to check on that? I mean, I would mm-hmm. think that the best thing to do would be to funnel it into R&D that, you know, probably government agencies already are engaging in, probably. Mm-hmm. 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 I don't know, like, uh, if you go to uh, certain stores already, it's in place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there are a lot of chargeables in terms of uh, if you, not even plastic bag, they sell you like a a, um, a cotton bag in the tents. Mm. Uh, but I think um, a lot of supermarkets are still with that. Even the cutlery, what right? you yeah. you order grab food, you know, like then there's the option, right? Do you want yeah. cutlery? If you want, you pay extra twenty. But nowadays, uh, even if you say you want cutlery, yeah, uh, it doesn't come with cutlery, no. Oh I yeah, yeah. that's yeah. a problem. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I've seen, it's like bloody hell. I'm not buying this for home. Like, yeah. I, I need the damn thing to eat. Yeah, mm. yeah. I mean, we eat here all the time in the studio, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, we end up having to use our um, metal cutleries. Exactly. Or our yeah. hands. Yeah. <laughs> Can you yeah. imagine eating yeah. mi bandung? Yeah, with your with hands. With your hands. Oh my! Come on. 
Yes. <laughs> Where there's a will, there's a way. But on on the flip side, so uh, apart from plastic bags, mm. there's a very strong movement to not use plastic straws anymore, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. I know. There was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like that kind of the 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 whole campaign kind of just fizzled out after a while. Why? Yeah. Uh, I I think um like locally there were some startups that um sold bamboo straws and also yeah. they metal, sold metal, yeah, straws. metal metal straws and yeah. it came with a kit. It didn't really fly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I tried. I to be you honest, bought, I tried, but uh-huh. it, it was not convenient. Okay. Leche, so yeah. that, like okay. Right. So I mean, as with anything, right? Mm-hmm. People are gonna monetize it. Mm-hmm. So when there was first this like move away from straws to like yeah. you know. Uh, away from single-use plastic straws, mm-hmm. there was like there were places that basically I'm thinking KFC to this day they still do it right. McDonald's. They don't give you the straw. Yeah, so you drink no. from the cup basically. McDonald's oh. give you the straw, right? I don't know. It's in that uh, paper. I, uh, I don't know, but KFC casing. for sure doesn't. Uh. Ah. yeah, like I'm quite sure because I've, I've eaten that and like so you just drink from the cup. I oh. love KFC, but the thing is, mm-hmm. there started being like a what's it called like a like a. I mean, basically, people were trying to monetize the, the campaign. Mm. So exactly like you said, they ended up producing a new item mm-hmm. yeah. to fill in that gap, which was the metal straws, mm. which was the plastic straws, mm. which then came under flag uh-huh. because it was it was very inconvenient for people with special True. needs. Yeah. So they recently, they came up with this. Uh, this is the kind of straws that I really hate. The cardboard straws. The paper oh, one, right? Yeah. yeah. And oh, it gets soggy. Gross, man. Fuck, it gets soggy after a while. Yeah. Yeah. Like, fuck, that one might as well don't do. Serious. No, I think that's... But they, they do it, you know? No, there's a presumption that you're going to finish your drink within no! a certain num- uh, period of time. No, that's stupid, man. Now, after like, a while, it just stupid. gets like thick and soggy. I'd rather they don't yeah. give me. Yeah. Like, yeah. Serious. Like, I mean... See, so sometimes, uh, these kind of things is like... I mean, like, we just mentioned this the previous podcast, right? Mm. The, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, you have very good intentions mm-hmm. and then you try to come up with these kind of campaigns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, of course... You know, if it's implemented fast, if it's really a damn small thing, sure. Mm. But, but sometimes there are like unforeseen ramifications mm-hmm. that you don't see. Uh-huh. Like that that campaign, I remember because there was a shift in the narrative. It was originally very woke to be for the straws, <laughs> for the yeah. metal straws and for the whatever. Yeah. And then people started problematizing that because then the disabled people mm-hmm. were not being considered. Mm. Uh. And then people started talking about, you know, you must be intersectional when you are talking about like the straws. Intersectional. I didn't know there, yeah. there was this the conversation. No, there was. Can you yeah. share with me what's going on? The yeah. narrative changed. Uh. That's why you notice it kind of fell out of favor. Right? I didn't know there's a narrative change. Because, what, on what straws. Yeah. Intersectionality on straws. Dude, you got to really explain okay, that so to me. Okay, so one is, I mean, the fact that the straws themselves are not cheap. Yes, right? okay. so it kind metal of, takes a lot to produce. Yeah, right? okay. and as in cheap as in even the retail price itself. Mm. So this kind of excludes and precludes a lot of people from lower SES who yes. just can don't I, have the money to buy this kind of thing. Can I just come out right now and mention that these straws are actually cheap to produce but is that it's hyperinflated mm. when, yeah, because when, there's when the, become because resellers. There's, because it's trendy, right? Yeah. Yeah. And why is it why is it that it's become so expensive? It's not because the whatever, it's just because you know you when you make being book a trend, mm, mm. people are gonna capitalize on it. That's just how it works. Mm, you know, mm. so I mean that's why you notice this thing just kind of fell out after a while. Why, why can't they improve the paper straws? Uh? Because like, it's paper. No, like <laughs> like can no. you like wax line it or something? Yeah, I'm okay, but then probably the wax itself is a problem. Yeah. But wax is Is it di- biodegradable? I, wax? I don't know. Yeah, so, the wax so that's why that's hard, why there's yeah. a lot oh, but of wax questions. is an oil, right? Mm. And oil is natural, right? I'm not. I'm not. Uh, yeah. I'm just drawing a lot of. What's the composition of? Uh, yeah, wax. I don't know, I don't the, know. the chemical stuff <laughs> surrounding it. Yeah. But I think like there are general things that we can see. Like for example, the bags that we're talking about, right? Mm. I remember um, reading a, a, a 
a report before that they were saying how, you know, it's very easy for us to say, oh, plastic bags are bad. Yeah. Uh-huh. So we should all use uh, re- reusable bags, right? And I mean, it became very trendy at a point in time. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like own tote bag kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. But when you sit down and you actually look at, you know, the what goes of. into producing these two. And mm-hmm. I'm not just talking about costs in like money costs. I'm yeah. talking about environmental costs. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The report, I remember, it was very stark difference because they said, for you to make, like for that cotton bag, mm-hmm. for your tote bag to be more efficient or be, to mm, be better mm, mm. than the plastic bag mm-hmm. f- uh, in terms of the, gov- of the environment, mm-hmm. you have to have used that bag at least 150 times mm-hmm. in place of, basically in place of 150 plastic bags. You actually oh. read these things, I didn't. I mean, I, My gosh. <laughs> it's interesting. I mean, I follow YouTube. So like, yeah. I, like there are a lot of um, basically science channels that uh-huh. They they uh, kind of fantastic. do the research on the yeah. papers mm. and then they, they tell you about this paper and uh-huh. it's basically science news that I follow. Okay. So they were saying how you know like it's it's counterintuitive, mm-hmm. but if you break it down into the numbers, that's uh-huh. what it is. Ah. Because plastic bags apparently they're harmful at the disposal yes. stage, mm. not, not, the not as much in the production stage. Mm. So when you throw your plastic bags away, mm-hmm. yeah. sense, that's fucking bad for an environment. True. And actually, many years ago they already came up with. Uh, uh, plastic bags with a higher rate of biodegradability, right? Is but it, even then, t- it, it takes a long time nah, to but, to actually, you know. Yeah. No, and then but there, the, there's a threat of microplastics as well. Mm, oh yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. And that's a fishing thing and all yeah. that. Right? Ah. Wow. That's why it's never as clear cut True. as you know, mm. like just uh, just stop using that lah. Mm. Because then there's the whole issue. I mean, uh, Rich Ron also talked about outside, you know, like mm-hmm. the cost. There are lower income families mm-hmm. that need this. Yeah. You tell them to spend $20 on a, on a tote bag, right. you see what they can do. You're yeah, right. no, on top of that, I just worry that, okay, it's just cool to, okay, we start charging this for this plastic bag and all that. But the Singaporean shopper may just end up, uh, okay, like, every time just buy, 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 buy. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to change the situation on the environment, but right. you're going to end up pushing costs up. No, but mm. apparently it has worked though. Like mm-hmm. with NTUC, right? They, they mentioned um, how… Seven uh, out of yeah, 10. Yeah, they, they already saved 15.6 million plastic bags between 2019 and last year. So this is ah. not… Yeah, it's just in the span One of one year. year. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fantastic. Because man. I personally, like mm-hmm. nowadays when I go to supermarkets and I make small purchases, I just don't take the bag. Ah. Mm-hmm. I just take, carry in my hand or I just put it inside my own bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because la, at the end sense, of the day, yeah. it also boils down to convenience. Mm. Yes, we yes, want to save the world. Yes. Like I, I, I remember um, like a few years back, there was these two inventors from India mm-hmm. who wanted to create a cheap um, microscope for uh, students there to use. Wow. A typical microscope, uh, a cheaper end would cost about $200, which was too expensive. Wow, right. yeah. and, and they were brilliant inventors. They actually came out with a microscope which was uh, um, less than a dollar. Wow. It, it's created with uh, uh, cardboard pieces, uh-huh. which you got to fold and then it right. becomes like a small uh, device. Up, right? yeah. mm-hmm. And then you got to, it comes with a lens oh. and you fit it in and then you're able to um, examine certain microorganisms. Yeah. But the fact that it is produced um, very cheap mm-hmm. and it's yep. less than a dollar, it mm-hmm. makes it available for a lot of schools yes, to yes, use it. Yes. So at the end of the day, it comes to the cost, mm-hmm. you know, how you want to mass produce it yeah. and the convenience. And yeah. That is key to changing habits. And mm. once you are able to, to change the habits of people, mm-hmm. that is when you have something you know, you are able yeah. to you yeah. are able to actually save the environment. Yeah. As yeah. long as these things are expensive mm-hmm. and not convenient, you got to yeah. come to a store carrying a tote bag of yeah. sorts, it'll, it'll never fly. Yeah, and you know, honestly, I don't know if you do grocery runs, right? Mm-hmm. But if yeah. 
like like me, I will buy like one whole one or two weeks at a go. Right, yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah, You're gonna yeah. end up with a lot of plastic bags, bro. That's and true. That's true. One tote bag is not gonna cut it. You know. Mm. Yeah. Un- until they invent a material uh-huh. that's easily biodegradable but mm-hmm. has the same convenience as like a plastic bag, readily yes. available, can carry large loads mm-hmm. and like with very little you know you get what I mean like the handles and all that yeah. mm-hmm. and it doesn't break easily yes then we have something I don't know yeah so like from my own kind of reading into that into that science news article mm. right was like how a, a very thing a very easy thing that a lot of people can do mm-hmm. is to reuse the plastic bags Ah, okay. That's what I do. Yeah, so, so it's not single use. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's not single use. You uh, can use it two, three times. I mean, if it's still clean and whatever, mm-hmm. use it two, three times. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, that already, in a sense, cuts like in half, you know, mm-hmm. your your efficiency for that one yeah. uh, bag, you know? Mm. So at home, what I do is, uh, right after going to supermarkets and then we will gather the plastic bag, yes. we yeah. fold it into like a small mm. triangular yeah. packet and then we keep it in a storage oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. and then we use it to Such dispose. Thing, eh? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We will use it to dis- uh, for our waste paper baskets yes. to line them up and yeah. I think it that is at best what I do to save the environment. And, Although it doesn't yeah. really save the environment, you know, still mm. dispose the plastic yeah, bag. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but if you have kids, bro, mm-hmm. the diapers really need the plastic bag. Of course. Oh man, yeah, no yeah, paper yeah, yeah. bag is gonna handle that shit. Yeah. Oh god. Oh god. Oh god. Oh, I, but okay. Mm. On on that note, now you know mm. if you watch American TV, right. a lot of their supermarkets use brown paper bags. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Yeah. I don't understand why they would ever do that. And then if you notice. Mm. Places like, you know, all these KFC all started also doing this, right? So like, if you take mm. away, it's not in plastic bag anymore. It's in this brown, brown paper bag thing. Yeah. But in the US, they don't carry it with handles, bro. Uh. The paper bags, they kind of like hug it. Hug it, yeah. I think it's just inconvenient. It's stuff. fucking weird. Like, I look yeah. at it and then I'm just like, why? Like, why hey, would you I do just this came back from the market. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's them weird. Yeah, it's them weird. Somewhere you got cans in there. It's going to tear through. Uh, no, and that's then, exactly yeah. what I thought. Yeah. Mm. Like, so. I mean, exactly like Isa said. Like, okay. Sometimes you have these solutions, but I mean, is it really a solution? Yeah. But one funny thing. Eh? What is it? Now a lot of grocers have gone digital, right? Right. Uh-huh. And, oh. and I, okay, I'm not mentioning which company. Okay. But some companies that actually charge for plastic bag, when I order the groceries, mm. also gets delivered in plastic bag, but they don't, you know, mm. it's like, Mm. We Where's, will not mention the company unless you buy airtime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but why you deliver in plastic bags? So then don't oh. put in plastic bag. Ah. Actually, that is that is a good way. We should start at that. Like a digital store. Yeah. You start delivering it in I don't know, paper bags. Ah. Yeah. Because they go to your door, what? Yeah. yeah. You don't need yeah. it in plastic bag, what? Mm, 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 yeah, but I guess like for the delivery person to okay, but actually, yeah, there, there can be things to to move around that. Yeah, they all put sure, in yeah. huge ass like exactly, yeah, containers. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. what I was thinking. So yeah. it's actually quite okay. So there, a solution from planb.sg. <laughs> yes. And uh, another solution is for uh, hygiene. Eh? Uh. You can get <laughs> yeah. Your, yeah. a free automatic hand wash dispenser worth $49.90 by clicking on this link. It's www.planb.sg slash families. Mm-hmm. It's a fantastic product. You, of course, you, if you want to buy it, uh, it's going to cost almost $50. Yes. Uh, but Children Organization is giving it to you for free. It's and don't worry, it won't come in a plastic bag. You're yeah, right. no, not only that. Actually, I mean, yeah. it's it's refillable. So, <laughs> it's refillable. So, technically, it's oh, it's plastic. I, I would argue that it's more environmentally conscious. Ah. Because it's refillable. No, but the box is, is, is wooden, okay, right? Yeah, but there's a film. It's <laughs> a plastic film. Yeah, but that's for quality control purposes. Yeah. Okay lah. I mean, you wouldn't want to buy. You see, you see, 
another use of plastic is to call it is for QC I mean, and yeah, yeah. La, the, the, yeah but the point is that we do need like to move forward in a more like R&D yeah, la, yeah, I yeah. think the key is always R&D mm. Mm. and of course uh, get yourself uh, covered la. yes mm. yeah, with children organization yes that being mentioned uh, get your free um, automatic hand wash dispenser the link is right below just click it That's right. fill in mm. your details it comes to you for free of charge wow you don't have to pay 10 cents or 5 cents mm. yeah, for it None of that shit. And you can clean your hands and refill that thing and it's going to be good for the environment. Of course. <laughs> mm. So we have one more story. Uh, Rama wanted to talk about food. Oh, oh yeah. Thai food. Because I'm, I'm starving, man. Yeah, so you know. Why suddenly Thai food, Raman? Yeah, yeah, why Thai food? Because you were talking about Thailand this, Thailand that, Thailand this, oh, Thailand that. Oh yeah, that's true, that's true, true, true. Yeah, yeah, we were talking about Thailand. Yeah. <laughs> land of smiles. Yes. Oh, oh but interesting segue first. Like, mm-hmm. You know, like this land of smiles. I actually didn't know that there was this uh, stereotype. Uh-huh. Actually, it's not even really, like, uh, they call themselves mm-hmm. the land of smiles, right? Mm, yeah. So like, I, but I read up and then I realized that That's because smiles, uh-huh. they have different smiles for different moods. So they can be angry smiling, they can be sad smiling. Wow. Not all the smiles are happy smiles. Serious. So oh, I read really? I read this somewhere and then I was like, oh, this is it. Actually, it makes sense because mm. like, I mean, these things are social wide. Right? Mm. In the same, like we talked about before, like in Russia, right? Yeah. Like uh-huh. Smiling makes you look like an idiot. If, yeah. if, if you're smiling <laughs> true, for true. no reason. Yeah, yeah. So like, uh, it's, it's culturally attuned, I guess. Mm. So I was just so interested because I was like, what does an angry smile look like, man? Mm. Like, I, I, I know how to do an angry smile. Mm. Oh. I can do a sad smile. Mm. Really? If you want. Yeah, like, you know, like I'm, I'm feeling sad, but yeah. I'm, I'm forced to put up a smile. That's a sad smile. Yeah. Like, mm. Or you could be smiling oh, at you know. something that's positive, but it actually tears yeah. you apart inside. I see. Mm. Right, right, right. Interesting. Yeah, interesting. So. And they have names uh, apparently for all of these types of different smiles. Really? <laughs> yeah, I was so interested. Uh. You know what What I'm impressed? You know, back, uh, like a few days back, uh, we were having our, uh, not say retreat, lah, like mm-hmm. a chill, chill out session with, with, uh, with the guys, right? Mm-hmm. And then we were waiting for Alex to come and join us. Right, and, uh, right, right. We were having a late lunch of sorts. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I just uh, looked at what Darren was doing on his phone. I thought, mm-hmm. I was, playing sort of, <laughs> I thought I was playing some sort of games, right? Uh-huh. I mean, he comes with a uh, wealth of knowledge. He, mm. he when he talks about like you know environmental friendly shit, yes, it seems like he's a, an expert on it. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I'm not so an was, expert so, by the way. Just yeah, a disclaimer. So sometimes I wonder what he consumes in his free time uh-huh. and what he does in his free time. And then he was actually uh, not even playing a game, bro. Uh-huh. He was completing a course on how to speak. A different check, language. Check. Right? Yeah. Check. Let's check. And yeah. then he was completing like uh, a sentence in Czech. He has to give the translation in English uh. and vice versa. Then I looked at Darren and I'm like, is it is this what you do in your free time? <laughs> <laughs> this is your entertainment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Actually it is. I mean, uh, I mean, yeah, they're not they they will never buy airtime with us. So I mm. guess I'll just say it anyway. <laughs> yeah. This app is called Duolingo like, and I've mm. been using it for years. Like literally, I, my streak now uh-huh. is like a thousand and three hundred something days. Mm. So I've been using this for literally years non-stop. Like mm. every single day. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And uh, like how long do you take to learn a language via the app? I mean, okay, so it's It's not a university course, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I, no, I I saw it was quite fun the way it. Uh, yeah, they gamify it. Yeah, so so yeah. they grew. So I you first started using this app very early on, like mm-hmm. when it was still like an indie app kind of thing. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then over time, I saw it grow. It's international now. Uh-huh. They've even come to a point where they're able to provide you with an English language certificate. Wow. For foreign learners learning English. Wow, and they've yeah. also used this as a as a kind of social cause as well. Because like how, for example, you know, in Syria, like the Syria refugee situation, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. they created a German cause uh-huh. for Syrians. 
Oh wow! So in, nice. from Arabic to German to uh-huh. help them integrate better, and uh-huh. it's come to a point where in Sweden, for example, mm-hmm. the there are more people learning. The most number of people learning Swedish in the world through this app yeah. is in Sweden. Wow! Because of the number of refugees wow. who are using their courses and their services to mm-hmm. learn. Swedish. So when you learn a language on this app, mm-hmm. does it help you to verbalize it, or is just a matter of just reading to understand? Uh, mm. which it it part? depends. So like it's it's more textual. So mm-hmm. it's reading and, and and writing and and understanding. Mm-hmm. You are able uh, to speak the language. Uh, yeah. So the speaking, of course, you have to kind of practice on your own mm-hmm. But that's why I mean, the time I wrote, I mean, like so the Russian. My first exposure to Russian was there. Oh. Uh-huh. Which is why when I went into the center for language uh, for Russian language in Singapore, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was able to be pushed. Oh yes, yes, few, yes. Yeah. You skipped a few. Really? Yeah, I, I skipped the first, I think like three, four courses. Wow. Yeah, to so go like, into the wait, intermediate. Uh, uh, after spending how long on the app? About a year, I think. Mm. And you were able to skip I mean, I was pro- able to speak with... So basically what happened was when I went to the center, they mm. were like, okay, so you know a bit of Russian, how about we try to speak a bit now and then like mm. we can gauge where your level is at. Mm. So I just spoke. Ah. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, oh, and where did you learn this from? And mm-hmm. I said, I just learned this by on myself on the internet for like a wow. Crazy, man. I can just imagine the voice like, oh, where did you learn this from? Yeah. <laughs> no, so they were shocked because, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it, take, it typically takes a bit Are more time, right? Are you a spy? Yeah. No, 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 no. No, because but, I'm thinking of uh, taking conversational Mandarin. Yeah, yeah, I don't know whether the app… No, but that app, the Mandarin that they provide is, uh, is, is very China. Oh, oh yeah. okay. it's okay. I'm opening a podcast in China soon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That'd be interesting, man. That'd be interesting. So you wouldn't sound localized if you speak. If if you learn from there, you will sound China, lah. Basically. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. But Great. I, mean, I can right now read uh, Taobao. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> opening a new market. Yeah. 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 Wow. They okay. even have Hindi course actually. Mm. Interesting stuff. I you, will try that app out. Yeah, me yeah, too. Yeah. I think I'll try that. And then maybe we'll be smarter in our free time. <laughs> we should we should just plug the app. You know, I, I just realized how fucking learn. nerd I sound. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, 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 we, we never were freaking no eating, dude. And we, then like I was just there. Yeah, I was eating. Yeah, I was eating. He's like, no, 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 no. he was completing the the gamified mm-hmm. uh, course. Yeah. Like, what is what in the world? But you okay? You you're definitely not nerd, lah, bro. You're quite holistic, don't worry. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, like, thing, you got yeah. pet dog, all you think, what? You got cool. Yeah. Oh, thanks, man. Okay, okay, okay. So on a more serious note. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about food, right? Yes. Satay. No. No, no. I was just thinking about ingredients. Oh, okay. And you know, there's this one thing that's amazing about Thai food. What okay. about? There's damn good all around. But after what? that, I'm just going to talk about one Russian dish. Mm. Okay, okay. Okay, but the Thai food first. Huh? Mm. You know about fish sauce, no, bro? Um, I've heard know. of it. Yes, I've heard of it. Okay, so fish sauce is like a… Like a, a bit like soy sauce, right? Yeah, it's a bit like soy sauce. It's basically fermented fish. Mm. Yeah. And the sauce that comes out… It's for the saltiness kind of a… Yes. A, Taste, right? Yeah. Yeah, but uh, almost an umami saltiness yep, food yep, yep, kind yep. of taste. Mm. And it is one of the most versatile sauces. Mm. Like if you you can look at many different like cooking styles yes. and cuisines and mm. more than right? Yeah, they'll be like fish sauce this, fish sauce yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you if like like I remember when I was in Thailand, like one of the nicest things was deep fried chicken Ooh. in fish sauce. Oh. I deep tell, fried chicken in fish sauce. Yeah, the is chicken it street food. Uh, yes the, Basically the chicken Is marinated in fish sauce And don't know what else I yeah. see. And then it's deep fried Ooh. And mm. that shit tastes so good It's like <laughs> It's like the Thai version Of lachan 
Oh, ah, wow. Okay. You, you, okay. Get, you get what I mean? Okay. That is that kind of flavor profile. Mm. Right. So, I was just thinking, uh, is there halal fish sauce? But I really don't know. It's seafood, mm. what? It's seafood, what? Huh? Well, is there like any alcohol inside? I don't know, but now... I mean, yeah, like, if you look at the ingredients, then you get a rough sense of it already. Right? Mm. Yeah, so... This is something I'm going to buy and I'm going to test and play around with because I think a lot Ooh. of food can be created with the fish sauce. Ooh, Ooh, food hacks. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 yeah, I do realize it's like a very high profile thing in Southeast Asia. Yes. Because I, mm. I know that the Vietnamese have, the Thais have. I'm guessing yeah. that Cambodia all also probably have their own yeah. versions of, mm. especially the coastal um, coastal facing countries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that makes me wonder also. Mm-hmm. Malaysia don't have eh? Malaysia don't have. Malaysia yeah? got the, hey, what's the pink color thing, bro? Uh, chinchalo. Yes. I've but never tried chinchalo. But that's not like fish sauce, right? No, it's not. In fact, like, it's kind of strange to me because I mean, like, Malaysia, Indonesia, prawn Indonesia yeah. Yeah. it's a very sea-facing civilization. Right? Mm-hmm. How come mm-hmm. don't have? Yeah, chinchalo is, if I'm not wrong, it's made out of like shrimp, right? Yes. Oh. Like ferment, is it fermented? It's fermented, yes. Oh. I have never tried it before. Mm-hmm. I, I've heard it's an acquired taste. <laughs> I really don't know how it tastes like. It's a, what I'm told, I have, I have not tried it before because of fear of the pink colour. Mm. Oh. But uh, I was told that it had, it's like blachan on steroids, but I don't Ooh. know how accurate it is. I feel like I've had it before. Like with, It's usually given with like barbecue seafood, right? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yes, I've yes. had it before. I think there is a fish sauce variant of that. It's uh, budu. Right? Oh, I've heard oh. of it. Never it, tried. I don't know. Oh, I'm to, thinking. To be to be fair, mm-hmm. like I think a friend of mine actually told me, like the Malays in Singapore. I mean, no no offense to anyone, mm-hmm. but like because the Malay world is very big, also right. So yeah, like yeah. in terms of like cuisine, also there's a big range of stuff, mm-hmm. and like a lot of modern Singaporeans in general mm-hmm. are very actually not in touch with their. Uh, roots, cultural cuisine mm-hmm. roots mm-hmm. in that sense. So there might be a lot of like. Ingredi- Malay ingredients that do exist uh-huh. just that like we don't know okay now it's interesting that you said that because hang I'm- on sorry uh, budu is uh, fermented anchovies salt and chili oh my gosh oh. fucking hungry yeah, yeah that's continue yeah, yeah so that's probably a, a Malay version of fish yeah, sauce yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, but it's see. just anchovies instead of ah, like it's mixed alongside with sambal blachan or shrimp paste chili sauce so Ooh. that will explain your coastal yeah yeah region. yeah yeah, yeah. So, okay, uh, on that note, right, and about cultural food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, you know, when I was in Russia, mm-hmm. and also I've had this at a few Russian restaurants in different countries, mm-hmm. there's this dish which is a Russian dumpling. Ah. Okay. Now, when you think about dumpling, you think about Chinese, mm. and yes, then yes, yes. maybe like the Japanese gyoza, you know? Yes. Does it have a uh, have bear meat in it? No, but it has beef. Okay. Yeah. So usually bear when bear meat, <laughs> I don't know. It's Russian. Hey, ra- hey, ra- <laughs> I went to a restaurant with bear meat, bro, in Russia. Really? Uh? Yeah, bro. I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I saw bear meat. I was so tempted to try, but then no mm. halal. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay, yeah, la, yeah. You yeah. and God, one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this okay. So these Russian dumplings, right? Yeah. It looks like very much like you know, like your you know the pan fried Shanghai dumplings. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it looks a lot like that, mm. but instead of the usual shrimp or chicken inside, yep. it has like this very well nice seasoned beef mince meat inside. Wow. And interestingly, it's always served in a in like a saucer of like a cream sauce. Okay. Ah. And the cream sauce is usually accompanied by like copious amounts of spring onion. Right, Ooh. right, right. Which you would not think is Russian, right? It almost yeah. feels like Chinese. No, mm. dude, you know why? Because Russia is so fucking big, dude. Yeah. In it, fact, the vast majority of Russian land is in Asia, not in Europe. 
The yeah. cultural center is in Europe, uh-huh. but, but it goes all the way to like yes. Siberia. And, I mean, mm. borders China, right? Mm. Right, like there's a border in in China, so like that whole range. Uh-huh. That's why there are even dumplings in India, actually. Wow. Yeah, they call momos. Speaking of momos, yeah, they call momos. Wow. Speaking of uh, Russian food, right? Mm-hmm. You'll be surprised uh, mm-hmm. that in Thailand mm-hmm. there are a lot of Russian restaurants as well. Really? Oh there's, yeah, there's yeah. A, there's a Russian community. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're mafia, right. bro. Mafia, yeah. bro. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, one of the places that I had these dumplings. Yeah. Uh, of course, I had it in Russia. Mm-hmm. I had one in Bangkok. Yeah, yeah. And I had one in Malaysia. Ah. And the Bangkok one was damn good. Yeah. Yeah. It's it was just super. Like, it's as if they have uh, customized it for the Asian palate. Yeah, it ah, was crazy. But, but it was true to its nature. It, yes, like I, yes, I said, yes. it, it came served with that cream base, cream, ah, cream sauce base, yes, and the, yes. uh, but it was damn good. And in Bangkok, I mm. went to this place. It, literally, bro, the shop was a hole in the wall. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like one door, but uh-huh. when you go in the door, it's like one narrow corridor, then oh. suddenly it becomes a huge oh. restaurant. Wow. Shit. Yeah. So probably, I mean, it was like at the back of the uh, building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And then, oh, they have like all kinds of like um, mixed cuisine food, like mm. Russian, Eastern European. Nice. Then they had, you know, uh, you know the Eastern European uh, folded breads. Oh, okay. You know, like this bread, they they like you can see it in Turkey actually, okay. and then mm-hmm. more of the Eastern European uh, countries with a sesame seed on. Yeah, the, some of it is sesame seed, yeah, like a flat bread. Yeah, flat bread. Then they fold it up into mm-hmm. like a triangle. Yeah, some yeah, yeah. has okay, cheese okay. stuffing and all that. I mm-hmm. see, I see. Oh my god, it was so good, and it was in the heart of Bangkok. I love oh. bread. Yeah, it was <laughs> damn good, guys. And you know what else they had was damn good. What they had the best grilled lamb chops I've ever had. Wow. Why you gotta Wait. torture me like this? Dude, yes, yeah. The lamb chops were just burnt to perfection. Oh my Damn. god. The outside was like, you know, okay, you know, lamb chops have a lot of fat on it. You're right. And the thing about, uh, okay, say if you go to, I mean, I don't mean to speak badly of any restaurant, but say you go to Swenson's mm. and then you buy, <laughs> you, you buy the lamb chops there. It tastes very central kitchen. You know what I'm talking about? I see. But have you tried it with a mint sauce? I yeah. love even with the rosemary the jelly mint sauce. Yeah, yeah, the rosemary. Love it. Okay, but still, <laughs> when when it comes from like a very central kitchen setting, ah. right, the 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 fat is not rendered well. I see. Okay, so okay. if it's rendered well, the the cut the the fat cap on the meat mm. is just burnt nicely so that it's crispy and brown. Right. But below, it's still all juicy and moist. I ah. see. And these fellows in Thailand and Bangkok, when I had it there, they, mm. they really had it perfect, bro. Every single bite wow. was just bursting with the juices Dude, you from the You can tell meat. how into this Raman is, man. Oh my hearing God. him describe I'll, this. There's several restaurants that actually serve really good. Lamb chops? Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um, straight Stepanyaki. Uh-huh. Um, I think uh, Matt Sailors. Oh, yes. I've Fantastic. had the lamb at Matt Sailors. It's quite good. Yes. I think it's really good. Mm-hmm. You should try. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, know, like, you know, even even this, you were talking about the um, Russian dumplings, right? Yes. I just searched it up. Apparently, they're called Palmeni. Palmeni. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. And then like, uh, so apparently, there is actually a Russian shop in Singapore that uh-huh. sells Russian dumplings. They're oh. not halal certified. Alamak. Yeah, because I think like they, they serve alcohol and stuff. Uh-huh. And I think some of the dumplings do do uh, involve pork. Lah. Oh, yeah. But it's like, you know, it's sad because I mean, I love trying all these types of like 
uh-huh. cultural his uh, like cultural foods from yes. different parts of the world. Uh-huh. And like for a long time, I mean, we could travel. Yeah, bloody hell, dude! <laughs> like I, I, we could just like fly to KL right now. Last time, yes, and yeah. go and get that Russian palmini. Oh my! And then God. still make it back before tomorrow morning. You know? That, what I yeah, mean? that's true. That's and true. if we have the HSR, it'd be even easier. Yeah, oh, but fuck, man. For 90 life. minutes. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. What are you guys thinking? Yeah. And shit. That train uh, could have gone all the way to Bangkok. Imagine. Ah! Oh. Imagine that. Like three hours and you're in Bangkok. Oh my God. We could leave at 8am, have lunch in Bangkok and then be back for and dinner. And it, would better, it would benefit everybody. Yes. Money would be moving all over Southeast Jobs Asia. Jobs for everyone. Oh yeah. my God. But What no. were they thinking? Why? Yeah. Why? I wish I, could, I had a, I have a lot more things to say, but I shall not. Yes. Because I don't want to cause a diplomatic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Reconsider this. Like, I, we had a session with Syed Sadiq. Uh, oh, okay. A few days ago, uh-huh. and he was mentioning he's optimistic of the HSR. Why? Well, it might it might stop right now, but he says it's it's only a matter of time until it's being built. Mm. It's only a matter of time. I mean, it's no, but in Malaysia they're still continuing, right? But it's just gonna end in JB lah. I yeah. mean, it's according to him lah. I don't know. You know, mm. it might but just be a station here in Singapore. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Because I mean, like, even if the current project has fallen yeah. through, mm-hmm. there might be new proposals in like 20 years time. Yeah. For all we know, give yeah. it a few years. Technically, if that company that's running the HSR mm. up to JB, yeah, pays our government to have a station here mm. and <laughs> for the necessary licenses, uh-huh. then they could do it. Right? Okay, so let's keep that hope alive. Yeah, let's because hope capi- capitalism will reign. Yeah, you know, because yeah. honestly, honestly, <laughs> I love. Yeah. Like with all this globalization <laughs> nonsense, right? Like yeah. it's only a matter of time before we we have to be connected better. Yes, You're right. Right, like we cannot run away from that. Yes, yes, yes. So before you get connected and go to Bangkok, <laughs> get yourself some insurance with a uh, Chiran organization. Yes. Yeah. Or you can also get a free automatic hand wash dispenser worth forty nine dollars and ninety cents by clicking this link. Is www.planb.sg/families. Yeah, it's free. Please click the link right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you'd like to share any news happenings around the world and locally, you can also DM any one of us, uh, me especially on Instagram and Facebook yes. at Zar Ismail. You can also find me on my Facebook at Darren Mark or on my Instagram at Darren Mark Kao. Yep, and you can look for me on both uh, Instagram and Facebook at Abdul Rahman Law Corp. We'll see you on our next podcast on your plan B.sg. Bye-bye.